Hello, welcome back to Retirement Clarity Radio. I am your humble host, Scott Newhouse. Really excited that you are with me for this week's episode um, because I am about to be your not-so-humble host because recently I was quoted in the Wall Street Journal in an article that went um, to print on Wednesday, December 29th of 2021. Uh, A great journalist uh, by the name of Veronica Dower um, had a, a really good idea about money tasks Let's see if I can get this up on screen. Money tasks to take off your to-do list. And then as you see um, on the video, if you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, wherever, uh, I got quoted as one of the ideas that you should take off of your list of things to do in terms of your financial life. So what I want to do today is I want to talk about the four other ideas that were talked about in this article by Veronica, uh, money tasks to take off of your to-do list. We are all so busy um, with everything that we think we should be doing, not just in our financial life, but um, in other areas of our life, relationship, uh, hobbies, interests, etc., that I really think it's always a great idea to think about what can we remove from our life? What do we just not need to do? Um, not even, you know, what's a lower priority, but what is just such a such a zero priority, we can just completely forget about it, not have to worry about it ever again. And so, um, again, I was uh, quoted in this as giving one of the four ideas uh, for this article. So let's go through all four ideas, and then we, uh, Veronica has actually saved the best for last. Um, so my idea will be last, and we'll get into that um, at the very end of this episode. But so today's episode is going to be about four things we should avoid doing in 2022, as well as in the future, things you can take off of your financial to-do list. So the first idea that she got was don't rush to pay off a low interest mortgage. Um, And let's just see uh, what she says here. Uh, With inflation predicted to rise, paying off fixed rate mortgage debt ahead of schedule might not make sense. Elliot Pepper, a financial planner in Baltimore, encourages clients to think about putting extra money in investments that will perform better than the interest rate cost of their mortgage. Um, that's especially true for those who have recently financed a mortgage, uh, he said. I think that's actually really good advice. Most of the clients that I work with, um, especially when they get to the retirement, they love the idea of having that paid for home. And there's definitely a sense of peace and calm and just knowing that you have no debts in the world, including your home. Uh, it really is a fantastic feeling. Uh, so you've really got to run the numbers in terms of um, what your retirement income and retirement expenses are and see if this makes sense for you. Um, but obviously, if you can make money on the spread between what you can earn in your investment accounts versus what you're paying on your mortgage. Um, This really could be uh, a great way for you to increase your net worth, increase those investment accounts um, while slowly paying down that really low interest debt. Not for everyone, um, but I actually don't think this is a bad idea and I think it's something worth considering. Um, So that was the first idea. The second idea was don't overpay for items because quote unquote supplies are limited. Um, This is another really good piece of advice. Uh, Consumers, and this is from the article, consumers might normally wait for a sale or at the very least shop around to get the price, uh, says Bobby Rebel, a financial planner and personal finance expert at Tally, a credit card debt management app. Now though, many retailers are putting language on their websites, websites such as only a few left to push shoppers to click that buy button now amid uh, supply chain shortages, shipping delays, rising inflation, etc. 
And so retailers are also following up with targeted emails and text messages warning us that um, you know, the items that we really want to purchase, they won't be there unless you act now. Bye, bye, bye. Um, and they're just really trying to, to up the ante in terms of, hey, this is going to be gone. It's going to be gone really quickly if you don't act now. Um, and so this financial planner, uh, Bobby, is saying, don't fall for that. You can shop around. You can wait. It's going to be available later if you still want it. Another great idea. Don't succumb to these external pressures that these retailers um, are putting on you to act as quickly as possible just to, yeah, just to, to buy that item you want. It's going to be available later. Um, so I love that as well. So two for two in terms of the great advice uh, coming from this article. The third piece of advice um, is don't track your spending. I love this, especially because it's counterintuitive to what most financial planners say, uh, what most money experts say as well. So let's just read from the article. Tracking every last dollar of your monthly spending can feel empowering at first, but it's hard to sustain it like a crash diet, says Kenny uh, Sonor, a financial planner in Denver. He advises uh, clients to use a simpler approach such as designating 50% of your paycheck to essentials uh, like rent, 20% for savings, and 30% for everything else. That's a really good rule of thumb um, and and I would encourage that for folks especially who have got you know, a couple decades left until retirement. Um, the one thing I want to add on here though is that if you are in retirement, I do want you to know what your overall expenses are. You've got to know your expenses if you head into retirement because that's just going to be able to determine whether your uh, distributions you're taking from your investment accounts, whether it's going to, you know, draw down funds too quickly or if you're going to make sure that there's enough money to last for the rest of your lifetime. Do you need to track every single expense? No, absolutely not. I don't think so at all. Um, I think as you prepare for retirement, it would make sense for you to drill down into it um, and understand what you're spending, what you're not spending money on, uh, what you could cut out that really doesn't add a whole lot of value to your life, what subscription services have added up that you don't even use, and then cut from there. Um, and then in terms of your spending, I would, I would want to have an overall idea of what you're spending on a monthly basis, but you don't need to drill down into, uh, you know, line items of this much on groceries, this much on, you know, utilities, this much on uh, eating out, etc. So I would focus on that overall number. You don't have to line item your expenses, but you've got to know if your expenses make sense with what you have in your investment accounts and especially in relation to your distribution plan, which again, we've talked about on this podcast before. So I, I think this is really good advice. Just make sure your expenses are in proportion to what you have in your investment accounts and everything makes sense there. Um, so that's really good advice. And then the last piece of advice coming from yours truly um, is don't fall prey to FOMO. Uh, for those of you that don't know, FOMO is fear of missing out. And here is what I said to Veronica when she asked me for what financial things should we avoid in 2022 and beyond. Uh, so here's what is in the article. You may feel a pang for not owning cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or the latest stock sparking uh, conversations on Reddit like AMC, GameStop, uh, GameStop, etc. But don't feel the need to jump in, uh, said Scott Newhouse, a financial planner in Tucson, Arizona. It may feel like a wise choice to get in, but chasing hot stocks often leads to underperformance in your returns 
as their outperformance, the Bitcoins and the Reddit stocks won't last forever, he said. Um, it's fine to stick with time-tested investment strategies, such as a low-cost, well-diversified investment portfolio of stocks and bonds, he tells clients. Um, and so that's what I contributed. And then there's one more paragraph from someone else. Um, and it is from uh, one of the financial planners listed above. And they said, it is a waste of time to do a deep dive into investing trends like NFTs, SPACs, and cryptocurrencies if you know they aren't a fit for your investing goals or you just don't want to understand them. That's great advice as well. If you see all of these different things that are going on in the financial marketplace and you don't really understand them, you don't really know if you want to incorporate them into your investment portfolio, um, what I'm saying here is that you will be perfectly fine in your retirement if you have a traditional stock and bond portfolio, well diversified, low cost, among the US, outside the US, etc. Um, and you have that solid distribution plan that I just mentioned before, your retirement's going to be fine as long as all the numbers make sense, you've done all your due diligence. So when you see, um, you know, these AMC stocks, uh, the GameStop stocks going up 100% in a day, um, when you see Bitcoin getting 200% returns every year and having, you know, just massive amounts of volatility, you can say to yourself, and I would encourage you to say this to yourself, you don't need to play that game. You don't need to get into these investing fads, investing trends um, in order to have a comfortable, fulfilling retirement. And that's all that I'm trying to do in my own business and on this podcast is help you have a comfortable retirement. So you can have a comfortable retirement with less stress and making sure that you have, you know, everything that you want in retirement with that traditional low cost, well diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds. Uh, the second thing that I want to point out that I told Veronica in this article was that too often, uh, you know, our human emotions get in the way when we see these high uh, performing investments like the Bitcoin, like the Reddit stocks that I mentioned before. And so typically what happens, and this is this is where people make these big mistakes, is they see GameStop or AMC go up 100% in a week or a day or whatever, and then they get in after they've made those incredible gains. And what happens after a stock goes up 100% in a week, well, it's going to come back down to earth. And so you buy, so uh, the mistake people make is they buy at the high, then it comes crashing down, and then it goes down, you know, 50%, and then they've lost 50% of their money in a week, and they, they feel terrible uh, about the mistake that they made, they feel terrible about investing, they stop investing entirely, they say it's a scam, it's rigged, etc. Um, and it's, it's really unfortunate, it's human behavior to see all these great gains and want to get into it, but that's when people make the big mistakes of getting into it at the peak, and then it comes back down to earth, and, and then they lose a lot of money, and they get really skeptical of investing. You don't want to be skeptical of investing. Uh, you just want to invest wisely um, with as little emotions as possible um, and trying to, you know, fortify yourself against making these big behavioral mistakes, um, which, you know, fear of missing out absolutely leads to. So I hope you enjoyed this article. Again, I am very excited and proud that I made the print edition of the Wall Street Journal. If you want to check it out, uh, go ahead and search. Let's see. Uh, search stop tracking spending and other money tasks to take off of your to-do list. Again, it's in the Wall Street Journal uh, from Wednesday, December 29th of 2021. So that's all I've got for today's episode. I hope this helped you understand that you do not need to do every single thing that a financial person tells you to do. You can actually say, hey, this doesn't really sound like I need to do it. And you can actually take it off your to-do list, make your life simpler, uh, make your life happier, and you could probably wind up 
uh, with even more money if you're able to uh, take action on avoiding some of these things uh, that some people say you should do. So hope you found this helpful and I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks again for listening. As a reminder, you should consult with a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this podcast is a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentions of rate of return are hypothetical in nature and not a guarantee of future returns. Scott Newhouse, CFP, is an investment advisor representative of Forthright Finances, a California and Nevada registered investment advisor.